What's going on, everybody? This is the Workrate Podcast. I'm joined by Brad. Brad, how are you? I am extremely full from ramen noodles. How are you? <laughs> I'm exactly. It's it's funny to even think that you could be extremely full from ramen noodles. Yeah, I I mean I buy the package stuff and then I just oh no I mean I uh, I do too I go through big giant Costco boxes of them mm-hmm. and I just I, I uh, church it up put some onions and a little egg in it and stuff mm. chop an egg in half yep oh, I I have a I have a ramen restaurant that I that I go to so yes mm-hmm. I do know that it can be filling but it's always surprising every time it is oh I'll be hungry you... by the time we finish recording this but I'm full right now <laughs> if you if you just go with just the package stuff like it barely mm-hmm. does anything but if you yeah. if you go and actually get ramen from a restaurant it is like my goodness you, I don't always finish it oh what yeah that, uh... the, the few times I've gone to an actual restaurant I've never been able to finish it because it's so much mm-hmm. so you and I were talking about before we hit record. Um, what is the news this week? And there's not much. Um, we were hoping, based off of the IGN thing last week, that we would have a date for the game. We still don't. No. Then we, I was hoping that with Tony Khan's announcement last night, we would have a date for the game, and we still don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then with... Uh, but uh, I guess the only news is like just the rumors of Kenny potentially or and and or the Bucks not signing and maybe going to WWE. Um, I think this is always going to happen when a big name uh, contract comes up. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think that how Tony handled or has handled or didn't handle or um how is currently handling the punk situation could play a factor yeah um we don't know how tony handled it and if he really did if like we 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 don't know but uh it could play a factor in whether or not these guys want to stay with the company mm-hmm. um maybe they're happy who knows but uh, these same rumors were happening when Moxley's contract was coming up, and then he re-upped for like five years or something like that. Yeah, and he's like a coach now. And stuff so. is he? I didn't know that. That's good. Mm-hmm. Um, he's teaching everybody how to bleed. I'll tell you what. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to it at the end. <laughs> he's he's teaching uh, Takeshita how to bleed. He's bled in two of his matches with him mm-hmm. as for well. Sure. But yeah, kind of a light news week. I don't. There's like a bunch of rumors and stuff, but that that's not news. Yeah, so. but, but nothing. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Kenny is somebody who uh, he. I. I don't think. Here's the thing with him is that he has always been pro WWE, always. Mm-hmm. Um, and they talked at great lengths in uh, in the Young Bucks book about how they liked Triple H when they spoke to mm-hmm. him. And they would call Triple H to uh, to say that they're not signing and would almost sign mm-hmm. with him on the phone. So like I think they're gonna they're gonna talk to him. But I No for sure. I would think they're gonna stay because it the freedom, just the freedom that they have yeah. to do whatever they want is different. 
Yeah. Well, it's I mean, different. there's a lot of rumors <clears throat> with WWE right now and like the sell and who they're selling to and stuff. So it's kind of a tumultuous time to join. Like, what if you join and then they sell to the Saudis and Vince McMahon's back in power? Then, then you're fucked. You know? Yeah. I just, <laughs> I don't know. I think what they would want, what they would want creatively is, uh, is not necessarily what they'll get. However, you look at Cody and what yeah. Cody's getting mm-hmm. and how he, I mean, friggin' WWE is, is putting their foot down on top of their biggest baby face in favor of Cody. We mm-hmm. can talk about that. Apparently there is a report and or rumor and or whatever you want to call it from, from, reputable websites from like cultaholic and whatnot saying Mm -hmm. that uh wwe is trying to think of ways to curb the positive reaction and uh and fan support for Sami Zayn Mm -hmm. going into wrestlemania so that people uh don't support him over cody so that people don't start chanting for Sami Zayn like he's cm punk it's essentially the yes movement again. Yeah, I was going to say they don't want the uh, Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson situation from, God, that's like 10 years ago now. That's crazy. But yeah, they don't well, want like, that to happen again. Like, the similarities are uncanny, right mm-hmm. down to the look of the two guys. Yeah. Like, Sami Zayn right now looks exactly the way Daniel Bryan at that time looked. Mm-hmm. with the With the scraggly beard and the long hair. Mm-hmm. And like the man of the people, undersized, yeah, um, going up against bigger guy. Like it's it's so similar, mm-hmm. and it's a very grassroots thing. Like he just no, he has a connection with the fans. But WWE has put all their chips in on Cody right now, mm-hmm. and they've made that decision. But they have to be careful that fans don't get upset. Yeah. The way they did with uh, Brian. Because mm-hmm. they were pissed the way they the way they did that. Mm-hmm. And some people are happy with how this is going. Others aren't. Um, the brief little bit I saw of the match is like, yeah, this is every fucking Roman Reigns match. He slowly stalks the guy around the ring and mm-hmm. talks. And I'm like, okay, every match is this. It's good, but it's boring to me. Yeah, that match was fine. It was the stuff after the match that was cooler than the match itself, which is usually how it goes with Roman Reigns these days. So it's like, yeah, it's like <laughs> character wise, it's good. Mm-hmm. In ring wise, I think it, I find it really, really boring. Mm-hmm. It's just not for me. Yeah, um, that's fine. It, it's good. It's compelling. And it's different, but it's like, is it different? Like two years of this kind of different? Is that what we want? Like two yeah. years of the same match, yeah. Because it's the same match. He just he just slowly stalks people around the ring, doing moves, kneeling down beside them, talking into the camera. It's like, eh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's I, I pretty sure by WrestleMania it'll be over. Cody's gonna be the one to stop him. <laughs> Could you imagine if he wasn't? That'd be hilarious. That'd actually be really funny. I kind of hope they do that just to see the reaction. At, at this point, <laughs> at this point, you might as well. You already told the fans, no, you don't get the guy you want. Mm-hmm. 
Um, for sure. Hey, here's the, they have two belts. Mm-hmm. You could have put one on Sammy and one on Cody. They're fine. Yeah. Yeah, they have literally have, could have their cake and eat it too at that point. Have it be a triple threat where it's like uh, the first person that wins gets this belt. The first, second person that wins get, gets that belt. Mm-hmm. You could have done something like that. Get creative. It's not that yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yep. It's like, don't put two belts on a guy. Mm-hmm. Never do that because this is what happens. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fun to be like, hey, I'm champ champ, but now you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you do something like that, you can't have it go on for this long because then it just no. creates a bunch of problems. It's... Yeah, you have it go on until there's a guy that the fans absolutely want. Okay, it's Sammy. They wanted that. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. also want Cody. But you guys have an out here in that there's two belts. You can literally do this. Mm-hmm. You can just write it. You write it. Just you've got the creative team. You you're the boss. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's like oh the rules say we can't. No, the you fucking make up. You the can rules. make up the rules. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're the fucking guy. You're mm-hmm. the, you're God in this scenario. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyways. Enough WWE. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm just, uh, it's very interesting. When I saw that pop up today, come across my feed, I was like, no way are they Daniel Bryan or Daniel Bryaning, um, Sami Zayn. That's so yeah. funny. How do they, how do they do this again 10 years later? Mm-hmm. Anyway. That was um, a fun episode of, uh, AEW. Yeah, I liked it. Um, we started off with an absolute, Fucking classic, in my opinion. Between yeah, this Orange match Cassidy, was really good. I love this match. Orange Cassidy and Wheeler Yuta. Oh my god, these guys were wrestling, wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. uh, I missed like, like the first the, couple minutes because I came in right when Claudio. Uh, oh, the first couple down. minutes were amazing. Yeah, I missed it. My they wife go, wanted ice cream, so we went and got ice cream, and then it was a couple they, minutes late. Back. They go back and forth with like the. With the pinning attempts, mm-hmm. like for like eight straight pinning attempts, but it's like with these two guys, so it's like the mouse trap and a crucifix, and mm-hmm. a th- like they're doing all like the fancy, yeah, moves. It, it, it was just I had never seen anything like that. Where it was like uh, the Last Supper and this and that. Mm-hmm. It was like holy shit, guys! <laughs> like this is it wasn't just like roll up, roll up, yeah, roll up, yeah. It was well, like those, a, those two dudes are too creative to just do roll ups like that. So, oh yeah, and they're both. Uh, I loved seeing Orange Cassidy do this shit. Although he does have the, does Orange Cassidy have the mouse strap? No, I think his uh, is the seatbelt. Orange Cassidy's is called yeah. the seatbelt, right? Yeah. yeah. So Orange Cassidy has a seatbelt. Wheeler Yuta has the mouse trap. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they were going back and forth doing their moves, trying to trying to catch the guy. And it was it was really good. It was like it was super advanced chain wrestling. It was awesome to watch. Um, and uh, they were going back and forth, and for about five minutes, and then Orange Orange Cassidy got the upper hand. Um, I think what happened was Orange Cassidy almost beat Yuta with the with the mouse trap. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, Wheeler Yuta's move. Um, so then uh, Yuta goes out, goes outside the ring. He's trying to he's trying to catch a beat, and that's when Claudio comes out, calls him over, slaps him in the face. He's like, "You go out there and you beat the shit out of this guy." So he starts doing that. Yeah, he like 
that's right when I came in. He started like throwing them around, threw them through a table and all sorts of crazy stuff. It's funny. Yeah, but it stayed super technical mm-hmm. throughout this whole match. It was very much like a pure rules type match. Yeah. Um and we you had uh Wheeler Yuta doing doing the stomps and the elbows, but then you had Orange Cassidy doing the stomps and the elbows, and Wheeler Yuta goes to use the uh the seatbelt on Orange Cassidy and almost catches them. Uh they were just they were doing their moves back and forth. Um and the crowd was amped up for it, man. They were going nuts. Phoenix oh, was a good crowd. Oh, it was it was really fucking good. Um Orange Cassie did a really he did he did something with the with the hands and pockets that I like. Oh, he did a few. There was one where he's in the corner and he's getting elbowed and he <laughs> puts up his hands to like stop hitting me. But then he puts them down in his pocket and the wheeler Utic just keeps pounding him in the face. Yeah. So I was like yeah. I was like, this is interesting but also so fucking stupid he's like mm-hmm. okay yeah just give me cte <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um yeah no it was great i forget and, how the match ended but it was awesome oh no it was orange Casty hit um he hit stun dog millionaire no he hit the orange punch for two count mm-hmm. and then he hits uh stun dog millionaire or Beach break or what? One of his other moves. He had a beach break. He had a beach break because I remember Probably, the beach break yeah. towards the end. It was pretty rough. Yes, yeah, his, his beach break, and then he kicked out it at uh, at two. It didn't even go to three. Mm-hmm. I'm not even. I think he might have even kicked out before two. Yeah. So he fires up, but he's only on his knees. He doesn't get up all the way, and then he gets hit with another uh, orange punch. That's right, orange punch while he's while he's on adrenaline, mm-hmm. and then gets knocked out. And then, but when he goes outside the ring. To Claudio afterwards, Claudio just gives him like a good job. That was a hard fought win. Yeah, because um, Orange Cassidy tries to hug him, right? And then Claudio's like, "Come yeah. on, we're leaving." <laughs> like a which I like. Dad. I like. Um, I, I wonder if uh, you know whenever you see this stuff, because with all the faction stuff, does is this eventually does does you to leave them? That'd be a good story if you to leaves. It goes back to the best friends because <laughs> mm-hmm. he. Yeah, that'd be pretty funny. I don't know so much if I want him back with best friends or if he just leaves both of them. Yeah, that'd be cool. It seems like... Because like this... best friends is huge. Best friends is a big group. Yeah, yeah, it is. It seems like with this stuff that the BCC did, and then we'll get to their other stuff later, it seems like they might be turning them heel. Yeah, well, I'm... the thing with BCC is they're, they've always... I mean, they could be, but they've always been tweeners. They've been tweeners, but like the stuff they like that stuff of Claudio taking you out so he couldn't hug Orange Cassidy, and then when we get to excuse me, the main event, I think they're going full heel. That's probably that's would be my guess why Danielson hasn't been hanging out with them that much because they need him to be like, oh, you know what, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That does make sense actually, because uh, I think Yuta went in the uh, the clip. I think before the match where they showed stuff from Rampage, mm-hmm. um, he had mentioned, I'm with, uh, I'm in a team with three badasses. Mm-hmm. So he said three, he didn't say two. Yeah. So he's still acknowledging um, Daniel Bryan as being part of the group. Mm-hmm. So, but I think they just need him to be like the ultra baby face right now. So he's not there to do all the heel stuff with them. Right. Yeah. And like Moxley's always been this guy though. Yeah, Moxley just fights you. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, but although I do like that they're making Claudio meaner. 
Because that was the one thing with Claudio was he stood out from the other guys, whereas the other guys were mean mm-hmm. and badasses who like their goal is to knock you out. Like just their finisher of the of the elbows and the head kicks. It's like mm-hmm. that's just heel work to yeah. a T anyways. Even though they were the faces, they were they were there to knock people out. Oh yeah. Um but Claudio never seemed like that guy. Mm-hmm. And has never seemed like that guy. Even as a He's a, even as a heel, he's always seemed a little too nice. Mm-hmm. So I like seeing him as the uh, the guy who's pushing Yuna to be a little more heelish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. But yeah, this is a good match. This is a really good match. It was a this is fantastic, to, man. Good way to open it. up the show. Yeah, yeah. The crowd was hot. It was really good. Um, what's next? What's next? Next was uh, the Ricky Starks and Chris Jericho promo. Right. So, oh, this this is funny. I like this mm-hmm. a lot. So Starks comes out. He's looking great as always. In a and uh cool ass green suit. He says, uh, after all this time uh dealing with the JAS, dealing with Chris Jericho, I know what I need. And it's to just move on from Chris Jericho. I'm done. I beat him once. I do, I don't have to beat him again. Let's just, uh, which was my thought to begin with, why he even that, went yeah, that gauntlet. You can hear the whole crowd too. What he said, I'm done with JS, and the whole crowd was like, yeah, <laughs> they were excited for it. Yeah, which is maybe a miscalculation on their hand. Yeah, on their part, on like AEW's part, because mm-hmm. like people don't want to see this going forward. Well, it's. We've we talked about it uh, whenever they fought MJF how the the feud kind of went in reverse like he's yeah. already beat Chris Jericho once so it, like that's happened with a lot of Chris Jericho's feuds mm-hmm. yeah it's weird like I don't we, know we, Chris Jericho's we, feuds like they start hot and then they fizzle because <laughs> they yeah, do the the best thing first yeah they well, and they always like they always kind of go on for. Just a little bit too long. Way too long. Yeah, way yeah, not just long. a little bit, way too long. But like they yeah, span cause... like multiple pay per views. You're like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the um, JAS BCC feud that went on like that was like all of last year. It seemed like, <laughs> yeah, even though it wasn't, but it felt like it. Mm-hmm. Goddamn. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. This so, is funny because uh... Starks had that open contract. He has yeah, an open yeah. contract for a match. Pretty Peter Avalon comes out. Or did Jericho, Jericho come out first? But Jericho came out first, and he and he's wearing this like uh, this suit, suit. <laughs> that's got spikes like on the legs too. It was kind of mm-hmm. cool, um, like full midlife crisis aging rocker. Oh yeah. Um, and he says, "I know that you would love for me to face you," and uh, starts like, "Nah, no, 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 not really," and he says. He's like, but I'm I'm not going to give that to you because I've done it already. He said, you beat me. That's great. Put that feather in your cap. Frame it. Put it on your mantle. You're you're not worth my time. And Stark's like, okay, sh- sure. I believe you. Um, and he said, like, be careful what you wish for with these open contracts and then pretty Peter Avalon's music. Mm-hmm, that's gets. it. That's it. He comes out and uh, he tries to move fast Chris Jericho and Chris Jericho fucking shooters affects him with the spike right in the face. I was yeah. like, how do you even pull that off? I don't know. That's killing the man. Mm-hmm. The crowd amazing. starts 
the crowd starts chanting, uh, we want Peter after that, which made me laugh. <laughs> um, and then uh, Chris Jericho goes down to the ring and he says, I can see what you're, I can see what you're doing. Um, he's, he's like, you don't want me to sign this contract, but you don't have a choice. I, he's like, I have a pen. Or he's like, I would sign this contract, but I don't have a pen. And Starks goes, oh, but I do. He pulls mm-hmm. it out and Jericho does the, does the, the old classic the old school list. Click. Yeah. 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 Classic pen click. Everyone pops. He signs it. And Chris Jericho leaves the ring thinking that he's uh, he's like, you can't outsmart Chris Jericho. And this <laughs> I thought this was hilarious. He's like, you can't outsmart Chris Jericho. I know you didn't want to match with me after all. And he walks away and you just see the shit eating grin mm-hmm. on on Ricky Starks, like the impish little grin. And he winks mm-hmm. at the camera, which is it's funny. And I liked it. I don't know if I'm looking forward to the match. I saw the match. Yeah, we had it already. Just, Ricky Starks better win, and this better be the end of it. <laughs> we don't need this match again. But no, you didn't. can't have a pay per view without Ricky Starks or Chris Jericho on it. So I get it. But somebody posted that because uh, the Big Show, Paul White, has been talking about how he he's going to come back. And we're gonna see him wrestling again in March or whatever. Um, how his his knee is healed now, and he, he he's coming back. Someone's like they're gonna bring back Jericho. <laughs> and he's right. gonna come out. He's gonna come out and cost uh, Ricky Starks the match. Oh man, because he's not a, a member of JAS. That would make sense. And J- but I did see. I think we even talked about it on here that uh, Jericho was trying to get the the rights to the name Jericho. Yes. We so I, I really hope that's not what happens. <laughs> it would be fantastic. Um, you are, you're freezing a little bit. So if I Hello. lose you at any point. Um, am, I, am I going now? Uh, I mean, you're not moving, but I can hear you. Oh, okay. You're, you're perfectly so, fine on my end. Weird. But yeah, okay. it's. A, oh, no, there you go. You're back. Okay. I was going to say, I'll keep moving around until you can see. Uh, yeah, that? no, that's actually good because sometimes, uh, <laughs> sometimes you're listening, but you're quiet and you're still. Yeah, <laughs> I'm talking for a bit, and then I'm like, wait, Brad, Brad, mm-hmm. nod your head, and you don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next was um, it was oh, I was the acclaimed was versus um, Big Bill and Lee Moriarty. Big Bill and Lee Moriarty, and uh, I like Stokely Hathaway's outfit because I know he's supposed to be going for. Like a Black Panther look, but somebody said yeah. he looked like he looked like Doug Funny's sister from the Doug cartoon in the nineties, and now that's all I can see. <laughs> Just, and somebody uh, somebody tweeted at Stokely Hathaway and he blocked him after <laughs> <laughs> something about how how far he wears the the hat on his head, mm-hmm. how far back he wears it. He looks like Donald Duck. Yeah, he does. I don't know. It's funny. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, Stokely Hathaway is amazing. He is the absolute star of that group. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't good. know. Big, this... big Bill's crowd work in this match was fantastic, though. Yeah, it was good with with the scissor, the scissor Undertaker the scissor, face uh, hinting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, I did like Max Caster's rap because he mentioned Enzo, and you could see Big Bill in the ring laughing like he couldn't even keep a straight face. Yeah, the 
the SHA. Yeah, he's like, or whatever. your girl's going to call you SAWFT or whatever. And so oft in the, like, you can see Big Bill laughing in the ring. Like, even he couldn't keep it together. <laughs> it was, it, it was one of his better raps. It was, mm-hmm. it was really good. Yeah. Um, tiger style. Your mom likes it doggy style. Like, it was, it was, yeah. it was good. It was good. Um, Stokely Hathaway has a cast on his hand because he keeps touching himself. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was a. Uh, I liked it. Um, it was like Billy Gunn was it, got. What oh, sorry? Oh, I was just gonna say, was it like a super spectacular match? It was just a fun match. One too long. Yeah, it's it's it, it was it, it was a means. It was to a an TV end. match. Yeah, it was a TV match. Yeah. Um, it continues. It continues the feud between these uh between these factions. Um, because we have to remember that the Gun Club, who or Is, the Guns, I don't know if. The, if they're the I think club they're, anymore. I think they're just the guns now, but I don't know. Yeah. But they are they're in a faction with these guys, and I completely <laughs> forgot that. They're in yeah. the firm. Um or are they the firm? What are they called? Yeah, they're the firm. It's the firm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh so they they were up on the uh on the ramp for this match to uh to cause distractions. They actually got involved and took out uh Billy Gunn. Yeah, match. they punched their dad. <laughs> They're <laughs> beating their beating their dad down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it was it was good. It was fun. I liked it. Um, we saw who got hit with the someone got hit with the mic drop. Got hit with, with the uh, fucking. Uh, it was Lee Moriarty got hit with the yeah. Finisher. Lee Moriarty took uh, took Bowen's finisher or his signature move that sweet fucking whatever slam that is mm-hmm. spinning whatever the fuck it's like a spinning uranagi suplex or something it's weird yeah it's cool as hell mm-hmm. uh, when you watch him do it you're just like shit what the fuck was that yeah <laughs> um and then the mic drop which is a great name for an elbow drop um, yeah he's he's got a really good elbow drop too like his form on it it's stuff. really good he's mm-hmm. getting a lot better bowens has always been amazing yeah bowens caster has gotten a lot better mm-hmm Sure. And they they just know how to put together matches because their matches come together the way the mirror falls work, the way the false finishes work. Um, like it's it's always super compelling. Mm-hmm. Um, by the end of their match, the crowds always are going nuts, and I couldn't always say that about them. Oh yeah, and he, for sure. And even uh, like when they were on dark and shit, I was like, they're okay, they're mm-hmm. fine. But then they had that match with the Bucks, and I was like, "Wait a second, these guys have something." Mm-hmm. And this was like pandemic days. They had mm-hmm. a match with the Bucks, and it was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, I remember I started Bucks. liking him um, when they fought um, Mox and Kingston that one time. And Mox yeah. didn't even let him finish the rap; like he just came out to beat him. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, they're. They're solid, man. They're mm-hmm. they're really they're a really good entertaining team to watch. Mm-hmm. And uh so the, and they are going to be in the four way tag match at Revolution yeah. already. And yeah. then the other two teams are coming from the tag team battle royale, which we saw tonight, and mm-hmm. the casino tag team battle royale, which we will see next week. The casino's gotta be FTR, right? Like that's why they're doing that. So FTR can come out and get that big pop <laughs> at the oh, yeah, as maybe. the Joker. That would be my have, guess. To have do they that. had jokers on the for the tag one? Well, they call it the casino for a reason because that's so they can do the Joker thing. That that's my only guess. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, I hope so. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Um, yeah, so I guess we can hop right in because we're talking about it. We'll hop right into the Revolution Tag Team Battle Royale. This mm-hmm. was, this was interesting because there was no top teams, if that makes sense, or not no top teams, but looking at actually that's a that's a flat out lie because Lucha Brothers are in here. Yeah, right? I was gonna say the the but, biggest team in there was the Lucha Bros. Yeah, but like looking at this, like I was like, wow, this field is wide open because you have uh, you had La Faction and Grenoble, who were my favorites to win this. I was I going for Butcher and Blade. Win. I mean, I would love if Butcher and Blade won, mm-hmm. but I didn't think they would win. Whereas I legit thought Roosh and um, I could see that, but they did give Butch and, a lot. Like he eliminated like four four people. He did. They kept him super strong. Mm-hmm. Like he stayed in until the uh, final six. Mm-hmm. Like he he was eliminating like big. People. He eliminated he eliminated both Aussie Open guys. I know. I was shocked, <laughs> and he eliminated someone else really big. I don't know what. If it, it was, was Pinta. Rouge, it was Pinta. Pinta. Yeah, was, I was like, "Damn!" It was Pinta like, with the help with Roosh and them because Roosh and them had just gotten eliminated, and then Butch went to eliminate Pinta, and they helped him. Yeah, no, he he eliminated like four or five guys. It was mm-hmm. it was good. Um, yeah, so I was uh, yeah I was surprised when uh, when the Lucha Bros got eliminated. I was surprised when Sylvan Reynolds. Because I thought, is is this their time? No, it's not there. But I I was watching this match unfold, and I was like, I can't fucking go with Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. I I, I knew it. Because I also, wanted to it, believe that, but then I, I was like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because if you if you look at the storyline of who's already in that match, mm-hmm. they're already in a feud with the acclaimed. That's true. That's very true. So I like right away. I was like, "Oh, it's going to be Jeff Jarrett mm-hmm. and, and Jay Lethal." Um, they're they're pushing them right now. They've been on TV every week. Mm-hmm. They've been involved with both the two teams who are already there. Mm-hmm. So when they were getting close to the end and they were both still in the match, I was like, "There's no way they're not they're not winning." Mm-hmm. I had thought that um, uh, Top Flight had a really good chance. Yeah, but uh, Darius got eliminated quick, so I was like, mm-hmm. unless they're pulling a Young Bucks, where uh, where the one guy lasts until the end and wins. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a, this was the thing with the wide open uh, group. You can put anyone in this match, and the thing is, Jeff Jarrett's been entertaining, so I'm fine with it. I've been enjoying oh, his time. I love We're it. not going to get him for a long time. No, and now with him doing house shows, that's like what they brought him on for is to like mm-hmm. direct the house shows. So he's gonna have more work mm-hmm. to do with that stuff. Like maybe this is his one few month long thing. Yeah, and then maybe he'll come back every once in a while. Mm-hmm. But uh, like he's he's old. He's not gonna stay in this for for a long time. Yeah, for like sure. He he takes long breaks between wrestling. Mm-hmm. As long as I get to hear my world, I don't care. Wee But I really like. I was like, "Are they going to go with Jeff Jarrett?" Because they were doing the thing where Dustin was like, he was getting. Uh, wait, was it du- who was at the end? Was it Trent or Chuck? It was Trent. Trent. Okay, so yeah, Trent was. I thought they were going to do the valiant babyface thing where he came back because Jay Lethal and 
Jeff Jarrett was still in and sat in scene, kept catching him. I loved um, who did uh, Dan House chase off because Dan Housen ran hilarious. It was uh, <laughs> it was um, what's his name? Uh, Sanjay Dutt, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. He chased Sanjay off. We got a Mark Briscoe sighting during this match. He came yeah, out. He to just attack. came out and beat the shit out of Josh Woods. Yes, continuing their thing. And I wanted to bring this up because I've been thinking about this. You know how we were talking about this earlier, actually, in the in the podcast. You, mm-hmm. Sami Zayn does the has the uh, Daniel Bryan look or the Mick Foley look. You know, like the the working mm-hmm. man guy that gets over the people. I really think Mark Brisson could be that for AEW. Yes, he already is kind of. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he like you could, you could push yeah. that to like get him super hyped up, like him versus MJF, oh, like MJF the upper crust type dude and. Mark Briscoe, the working class man, like that, that that's a story that writes itself. For sure. There's there's lots of guys that can do that. They you've mm-hmm. got uh that could do that. But yeah, no, he's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um Plus I just like to see his weird promos against MJF. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, another guy that would work for that, and he's not with the company, but he's worked with the company, and we suggested him as uh as Briscoe's tag partner. Oh yeah. Is um Mance Warner. Um Mance Warner could be that as well. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um but yeah, Jeff Jarrett him. wins. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 no. I was gonna say Jeff Jarrett wins and AEW does a million over for this week, views for this week, so I don't think that's a coincidence. So put the world title mm-hmm. on Jeff Jarrett mm-hmm. and beat Raw on the ratings. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> But yeah, you know, I was just thinking about this when we were talking about it too. It, and I brought up FTR being in the thing next week. But mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago, we got that Sting and Darby promo where Sting's like, one final ride. What if it's Sting and Darby? Like, it could the, be. Yeah. Um, I know Darby's kind of gone right now. He's yeah. he's doing some filming, so that's one of the reasons oh, that, why they wrote him off. That might be why he's not there. Yes. But uh, yeah, who knows? Um, we kind of jumped ahead going to the Battle Royal. We missed the Christian and Jungle Boy. We can go back to it. That's yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I love this segment just because it's Christian. Uh, yeah. So uh, for this one, um, Christian comes out to talk to Tony Schiavone. Um, he, he's, it's his usual spot in front of the screen. He comes out, but before he can even say anything, uh, fucking Jungle Boy runs out from the tunnel and just fucking just Luthesses him. He's beating yeah. on him. He's he's just wearing him out. And then uh, he he leaves, grabs two chairs, and he's gonna concerto him. But he takes his acting wasn't quite there. Yeah, he did like me. the baby face he, thing. He, like I don't know if I should do this. And stuff. But he, he was doing it, and I understood what they were doing. It. I just didn't think he was doing it very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it didn't look like how a, a real person would do it. It looked yeah. like how a kid who doesn't know how to act. Yeah, would do it, it looked like me trying to act it out. I'm not yeah, it was actor. like some after school special type shit. Yeah, yeah. It was like a. It wasn't great acting, but uh, do you know who was a good actor? Christian Cage. Because yeah. the wily old vet punches uh, punches Jack Barry right, right in the Jungle the, Boys. Yeah, yeah, right in the yam bags, as uh, Taz would say. And then so, had 
such a brutal little chair shot. Like after he hit him right in the nuts, like he just grabbed one of the chairs and just kind of threw it at him. And then yeah, started... it was it was stiff. Yeah, and then he just just fucking whack a moles that chair with uh with with Jungle Boy's head over mm-hmm. and over and over, and then eventually his head's bleeding. And cool, I liked it. It was vicious. The sound it sounded like he was cracking his head and mm-hmm. looked like he cracked his head because he's bleeding. It's uh, I like it. We're gonna get this at Rampage, and I hope we're gonna get it at Rampage. I assume we're going to. Um. Yeah, and I'm happy to finally get this match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sucks. Christian got hurt because this was probably supposed to happen a long time ago. <laughs> oh, I guaranteed it was. Um, do you think uh, Luchasaurus makes an impact? Maybe we haven't seen him since that cage match where he lost. So I, I want know. him to not. I don't want him involved in this. Mm-hmm. I think we've seen his involvement in this already. We don't. It wouldn't add anything. Yeah, it. it'd be kind of weird if he showed back. I up think it would. I think it would detract. Yeah. But yeah. Oh yeah, and right. The the cage match was against Jungle Boy, so it, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, it would be shit. Mm-hmm. That his uh, his part in the story is over. Yeah, as I say, he's already Jungle Boy's already vanquished Luchasaurus, so it wouldn't mm-hmm. make any sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next was we... the women's match. Have we talked about Danielson and MJF though? Uh, no, but that hasn't that hasn't happened on the show yet. Has like it not? Order. All right, no. women's match. Let's go. Sky Blue versus Soraya, Soraya, whatever. Um, good match. It was good, good match. It's fine. Tell, telling the story more. I liked Tony's involvement a lot more this week than I have the past few weeks. It, it felt mm-hmm. felt a lot more natural this week than mm-hmm. it has been and stuff. So. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, she she gets the win. They're gonna they're gonna spray paint her, but out comes uh, first. It's Jamie come... Hader and Britt Baker. Yep, yeah. out comes Jamie Hader and Britt Baker. They chase her off, um, and Jamie Hader like dressing like she's a like a Joshi, which I loved. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see that Japanese influence there? That was cool. <laughs> um, and then out and she. But uh, what's her, what the fuck's her name? Uh, Soraya and uh, Tony Storm. And, and Tony Storm. They get away from them. They they run around the ring. But as they're going up there, Ruby Soho's music hits, and she comes out as well. Mm-hmm. Or did that happen? Yep. Am I Ruby lying? Co- yes, it no, did. Ruby comes out and pushes Soraya and Tony out of the way. It points to Jamie, saying she wants. Yes. She does the discount double check the belt yeah so, so she wasn't really there to stop soraya and uh no just playing up the fact Tony. that she, she's still in the middle but she only cares about the title mm-hmm. and then and then afterwards they announced that this uh yeah that the match is going to be hater soraya no hater yep. yeah soraya hater and, soraya and, uh, and soho, Ruby soho mm-hmm. which is great I yeah. I'm really liking this. The the only stuff I haven't loved is I just they just gotta get some better spray paint. I don't know what's up with the spray paint. Is yeah, color. What are you doing? Yeah, that's like, <laughs> Why that's can't like the see only, anything. Yeah, that's like the only thing is the spray paint stuff. But everything else I've I've liked is that is it because they're trying to use some shit that's not toxic. Because I'll tell mm-hmm. you what, I can't see it. The only yeah. time I saw it was when uh was when um uh Soraya did it to. Jamie Hader's butt, and it looked like she blew a fart cloud in her face. Mm-hmm. 
I saw that on Reddit. Somebody said, uh, Soraya's got uh, Tony Storm out here farting on bitches or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, I mean, it's my favorite gift now. It's just like, mm-hmm. it was just like, yeah, <laughs> just green fart mist and it disappears, mm-hmm. which makes it seem even more like a fart. Mm-hmm. Um, Next was the MJF Danielson stuff. Yeah, this so was th- awesome. This was good. So Danielson comes out and he says, MJF says that I hate him. Or no, says that he hates me. But he has tried to break my friend's arm. He's tried to put another one of my friends in the hospital. He did put my mentor in a hospital. He's attacked me. He's actually name dropped William Regal too tonight, which was good. I know, which is cool. I like the context Mm -hmm. contextualness of it, Um, which I think is kind of why Tony told Regal's like, you can't be on TV for a certain amount of time Mm because they want time to do their story beats. Yeah. Let us get the story in. Because you existed, we're going to reference you. We can't be referencing you if you're on another show. Yeah. <laughs> like, perfectly healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he, he runs through all the shit that uh, MJF's done to him. He's like, but he thinks that uh, he hates me. He's like, no, 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 no. I have plenty of reason to hate him. But, and, and then MJF's music hits. He comes out, he says, and he starts... Uh, talking about like why he he said why i hate you daniel bryan is that i have he said like you will not go away you mm-hmm. are still in my industry you have had you were dro- drooling white out of your mouth from concussions um he's like you everybody loves you everybody wants you everybody wants to put you on tv no matter how hurt you get. Whereas with me, my parents hated me. My fr- I had no friends in high school. I finally met one woman who I, who I wanted to be my wife and have kids with, and she left me too. Which turned out to be real. <laughs> yeah, which is which is real. So he's like, he's like, so the crowd is put- the crowd is chanting, "You deserve it." And I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> that's gonna suck." He's like. It's the- so the the only thing that that I've that I've ever been good at and ever wanted was to be in this wrestling business, and I have someone like you who will not leave and is taking away the shine from people like me. This is all I have, um, and he's he's coming down to the ring, and uh, he's essentially calling uh, fucking Daniel Bryan a boomer, a man who won't know that his time has passed. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's coming down the ring and he starts talking about uh Jameson's kids. Yeah, he starts he's like, You need to look out for your health. You love you love wrestling more than you love your family. Um, you would rather risk your health than be with your kids. And Danielson says, You keep my kid's name out of your mouth and but then he uh he's like Oh, I'm gonna do it, and he looks into the camera and addresses his kids, and and I'm sitting there just like, okay, when's Daniel Bryan gonna kick him in the side? That's what well, I thought because they they zoomed in, like MJF got really into the camera. I thought they're gonna do they, the thing. They should just... have done that because it made mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan seem weird. Yeah, he just, just like I'm he just, just stood there. And... I'm gonna I'm gonna stand there after I just said I'll kick your ass if you talk about my kids, and then he lets <laughs> him talk about his kids, but. um 
MJF comes in the ring and he says, I'm going to give you one final gift to your family. Early onset CT and then fucking Daniel Bryan just plugs him in the head with the mic. <laughs> Hits him with the mic and they start fighting. Great Whatever. Part. Yeah, I loved it. Whatever Danielson's sweater was made out of, that thing did not rip and MJF had it stretched out like halfway across the ring. Did you notice that? Yes. When they, when they were pulled over apart, I was like, dang, that, that sweater is stretchy. <laughs> Probably hemp. No, for sure, for sure. Um, but, yeah, so really good pull apart brawl. At one point, MJF gets away outside the ring, and he's just standing by ringside, just sort of like uh, a. He's checking to see off. if he's bleeding and stuff. Yeah, and fucking Brian Danielson gets away from the security, runs the full uh, length of the ring on the outside, and just obliterates him with an elbow. And MJF dropped like a fucking stone. Yeah. He sold that like he was JF fucking K. Yeah. Danielson ran so fast. Uh, when he hit MJF with the elbow, he went, Danielson's momentum took him through the announce table. Did you notice that? Like he went through the timekeeper table. <laughs> yeah. It was fucking awesome. And Dan, mm-hmm. and MJF stayed down too. Like it was, mm-hmm. it was a knockout blow. And I loved that. Yeah. Um, really, really good pull apart. We haven't seen a pull apart like that in a while. Yeah. I, I really liked it. I, I said it in the Facebook group that we're in that. I know it's an old wrestling trope, but a really good pull apart brawl is, is so good. Like you, you can't beat it. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Fucking all of Austin's shit was pull apart. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. This whole fucking run pull apart yeah. brawls. It's always it's good. awesome. Yeah. Done right. It's good. Good. Love this segment. Like, who, who do you think he was hitting with the stunners? The security. Yeah. Stunner security. Stunner security. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And whoever that white haired dude was who always ran out there. He would get a stunner too. Oh, like Pat Patterson. <laughs> yeah, it was some old guy with like floppy yeah. white, like uh, fucking the weird uh, Ric Flair hair. Mm-hmm. You know when weird Ric Flair had that weird hair in WCW. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I think it's Pat Patterson that because he was like Vince McMahon's henchman. Yeah, yeah, it was good shit. But next okay. we had Tony Khan's important announcement. It, which so uh, makes some people on the internet mad. I this have... announcement was cool. Like yeah. I like the announcement. Like the announcement really could have been an email, but it, it's fine that it was. I don't TV. think he, <laughs> he just. Sh- it's become a joke now. When and I think it's been an unfounded criticism of him because most of these things he has had in the chamber, anyways. Mm-hmm. Well, and this like, was like I saw like Fightful had leaked. That this was going to be a show last week or something like a couple days ago. So like people yeah, knew no, that it, was it was coming. a it was coming. So mm-hmm. I think sometimes people like they just like oh he just does this for ratings. Like I I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think uh, he knows that it's going to get ratings and that's why he does it on the show. But he has these announcements mm-hmm. and the best way to tell people who watch your show about something about your show is to do it on the on show. The show. Mm-hmm. Like that's a, that's when you have a million plus people watching. Sorry, people, it is a million plus because that's how PVRs work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he uh, he he comes out and he says, "Like, hey, I've got a big announcement for that involves all the people in the locker room." And uh, bye, uh, Adam Cole. You come you come talk about it. So Adam Cole comes out looking like fucking HBK. Oh my god, his hair is. 
luxurious. Like I kept talking to my wife for probably five minutes about how luxurious his hair looked. He like, looks why is fantastic? Yeah, like, why is his hair so nice? <laughs> he looked shockingly good. Mm-hmm. Um, and he always looks good. I think actually normally we see him with greasy hair. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His hair true. is normally like baby oiled. Yeah, wet wet it down for the match, but this time it was like. See, so look fluffy and soft. Like I just kind of wanted to lay. Oh on my it. god! Just do that. <laughs> yeah. Go straight. It, it, it's interesting. If they want to make him a face, this is a good look for him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And then if they want to make him back to a heel, then he can do the baby oil thing. Mm-hmm. But like the greasy hair. But like honestly, like, no, he looked like Triple H or like not mm-hmm. Triple H, like Shawn uh, like Shawn Michaels mm-hmm. with the uh, with the flowing locks. I was like, goddamn keep this because mm-hmm. oh, yeah. this is good um and he says yeah so uh i'm healthy and um i'm happy to announce that i am going to be the first person chronicled in the aew all access and what that mm-hmm. is going to be is going to be behind the scenes documentary style stuff about talent in aew which for me i'm actually really excited about that. i'm excited for it too i love i love behind the scenes spork documentary stuff i think Mm -hmm. it's great um whenever they do a hockey version of that i watch it i think it's awesome it was the best uh, part of uh the the cody Cody. Rhodes show oh for sure which which they don't have anymore and people really liked that aspect of it and they saw Mm -hmm. that there was a market for it so that's why this is happening oh yeah Um, and like uh i saw eddie kingston's gonna be one of the first people (laughs) he was tweeting he's like i have no idea what they filmed but uh, I'm kind of nervous, or something like that. <laughs> like, no, this is great. I think I think this is awesome. I this is a this is a very good thing. I'm going to watch this. I don't know how I'm going to watch this because it's not going to be on my TV. I mean, they could, they might put it on it, but um, they might because it's I'm coming on right good. after Dynamite, right? Is that what they said? Yeah. And normally, they just go to whatever is on TV, but in the past, they have they have put um what's it called uh like dark side of the ring after it so like they mm-hmm. they do sometimes try and line it up with some wrestling they stuff show the cody show right after no we didn't because we weren't tnt mm. so uh that that was specifically a tnt show but this is this will be an AEW branded show so this yeah they might they might show it i'm not sure um i hope they do otherwise i'll have to f- fucking find a link mm-hmm. which is not going to be the easiest thing for a show like mm. that but yeah We'll see. Um, yeah, so I'm excited for this. And then Adam Cole says that uh, he is. He said he's going to make his in-ring debut when the night that this airs, sometime in March. I forgot the date they said when it airs, but the the night that it airs before he's going to have yes. his first match back. I think it's like the the week after Revolution. It, I think so. That that would make the most sense. Yeah, and apparently, like uh, that slap league is done. Thank God. Because Dana White was trying to say, like, oh, our ratings are through the roof because AEW fans stick around. But then if you look, like, the first week it aired was uh, the last time Dynamite got over a million. Mm -hmm. It went from a million to 200,000. 800,000 people didn't want – they just turned the channel. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because I know as soon as it changes, as soon as she sees someone getting slapped, my wife's like, please change it. (laughs) 
I had watched some of that slap stuff on just like YouTube and shit. Yeah, I'd, I'd watched the the Russian league of it on YouTube, and it, it's nuts. But like, no way should this be a sanctioned sport. That's just asking for concussions. Yes, no, a thousand percent. <laughs> you have UFC fighters who their fucking livelihood is just fucking fighting, and they're like, mm-hmm. "No, I would never do that." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It was like weird. Okay. Um. Yeah. So now I guess we're in the main event. Main around, event. It's time around for the main event. It's time for John Moxley to juice Evil Uno's head like a grape. Man, that part was fucking gnarly. <laughs> that was disgusting. He yeah. was. It looked like a Gushers commercial. Yeah, yeah. Like he was squeezing his head in the thing, and blood was ju- literally shooting out of his eye socket. Mm-hmm. It was disgusting. It was shooting across the ring. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't think that's supposed to happen. Reminded me of in CZW. I forget the wrestler now, but he got gigged. And he just looks right at the camera and he goes. He just gets his blood all over the camera. Ugh, ugh, love it. <laughs> this, this is wild. Mm-hmm. That's why. Uh, oh, fuck. I posted that. You know, the fucking goofy gif. Mm-hmm. Where he says, I'm going to fucking do it again. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, his head's bleeding a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that was because in this match, Evil Uno was already bleeding um, like crazy. and But he goes and he hits Moxley with a with a pile driver. And they're like, Evil, do, Evil Uno's doing it again. And he goes and hits him with a second pile driver. And I was like, this is the perfect time for this gif. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bloody goofy. Going, I'm gonna do it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The the first pile driver he hit him with was gnarly. Like oh, yeah. that looks he's, rough. He's a great, great wrestler. He knows how to yeah. make shit look. Oh real. hell yeah, he did that top rope senton from the outside. To, or he was inside. He did it outside. That was nuts. Yeah, this match was good. It was a great sprint. Evil it was. Uno it wasn't went, long. It was probably eight minutes, but it was awesome. Yeah, he, Uno went in there and fucking threw hands and got yeah. knocked out. I heard he got a, um, like, after they went off the air, he got a standing ovation in the whole crowd's chain. Uno, yeah. Which is great, because, like, mm-hmm. the shit that Uno took from the fans early on sucked. Mm-hmm. Like, the creepy perverts, and, like, he got, like, I don't know how much body shaming he got, but, like, like oh, this fat guy, oh, this fat guy, so the, to the point where he put on the fucking vest. Mm-hmm. And he started wrestling in that vest, which but he took that vest off in this one, and he yeah, and probably because they knew he was gonna bleed because mm-hmm. he. Did you see the the photo? Picture? Yeah, he posted after the match. That was nuts. His mask all ripped up, and him just bleeding. Mox is great at that, and I love that they do that in AEW where they have the mask guys bleed. It's mm-hmm. really it's unique. I mean, yeah. obviously Mexico does that shit. I'd say you really only see it in like AAA, but. <laughs> Yeah, like it's not—it's not something we had seen in North mm-hmm. America before AEW, because yeah. we've seen Preston Vance have a gusher with his mask on. Yeah. We've seen Penta have a gusher with his mask on. Like it looks brutal when you see yeah, blood coming out of the mask. It's because first off, you don't see their face, so you're like, "Whoa!" And then it's just covered in blood. You're like, "Whoa!" Even more. <laughs> yeah, when you had him in that bulldog choke, and the blood was just like shooting. <laughs> shooting out of his head. Yeah, Tony Giovanni's like, disgust during that that part really sold it. Tony Giovanni's like, oh, oh, 
because <laughs> Mox kept squeezing it and the yeah. blood kept shooting farther. I was like, I, I legit does thought, Moxley I like, know what's happening? Yeah, I bet um, somebody didn't tell Tony Shivani that was going to happen. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. No, it was, it was really good, really good shit. I love. But it. Mox yeah. at the end, Mox wouldn't let go of the bulldog. So Reynolds and Silver come out. Yep. Start trying to fight Mox. And then BCC comes out and beats them up. Because lately, BCC's been trying to keep them separated. Like, whenever there's fights, BCC will just keep you separated. But they all started fighting. Then Hanger comes down with a Swedish shirt. But did he have different music? Or did they just play the wrong music for Hanger? It was the wrong music. <laughs> okay. Because I was like, I don't know whose I, music it was, but it wasn't his. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, God. I hope they didn't change his theme song because his original one's so good. I just thought they may have pressed the wrong button when they picked it. Yeah, he came out and was like, that ain't his music. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was the... it was confused because the crowd didn't react until they saw him at first. Like, they didn't really react. Because usually you can react to his music because it's that Western yeah. theme. And you know who it is immediately. But this was like like a Pantera sounding song or something. And so. <laughs> he yeah, just... he grabs a chain and just. No, it's barbed wire. Smokes. Yeah, barbed wire in yeah. his pocket. <laughs> Pull that barbed and wire. just busts Smocks open and with it. Moxley. Just because I, I was like, dang, Moxley, Moxley didn't actually bleed in a match, but no, he, he bled a ton after. Yeah, a fucking ton. This had to be a deep gig because he went he went red fast. Yeah, and then at the end, he was just sitting on the, the, the ramp when they were fading to black. He was as red as my flannel shirt I'm wearing right now. And <laughs> it was gnarly. That was good. I love this Moxley hangman feud. I Me think too. it's great. I think it is great. In their and Texas Deathmatch is going to be brutal. Yeah, so we have some of the matches for for Rampage, and I'm going to try and remember them. And some of them are like, eh. Like the Jericho Starks for me is eh. We've seen it, so. Okay. Are you talking about for Rampage or for... Um, for the Rampage. Revolution. Or no, uh, Revolution. Revolution. Mm-hmm. So that one's kind of eh for me. It's okay. With Starks is on the is on the bill, so I'm happy. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine we're gonna get uh, Danielson versus MJF. Amazing. That's, That's gonna be good. the The women's match I'm actually super excited for. I think it's gonna be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see how Soraya can keep if she can keep up with the with those other two. I think that's why they're um, doing a triple threat, to be honest. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, she's been better uh, since. She uh, looked really good this match, but I know Sky Blue's really good too, so it's hard to tell. But she, she had a good previous match as well. She's looked good her last two matches. I think mm-hmm. she's had three. First one was rough against uh, against Britt, but it was her first match in what five six years. Mm-hmm. So for sure, I'll get, I'll cut her a break there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have, so we have that, we have the, the four way tag, four way tag, which I, I think would be good, especially if FTR is in it. That'd be awesome. If FTR is not in it, who do you think, who do you think it's in? Uh, like I said, Sting and Darby would be kind of cool, but Butcher and Blade, just cause I love Butcher and Blade, <laughs> but that'd be too mm-hmm. many heel. That'd be way too many heel teams. You want to balance it out. Maybe the Lucha Bros. Cause they're not doing anything on the pay-per-view. I could see Lucha Bros. I could see. The thing is, whoever gets in, I don't see winning. No. If that makes sense. So for that reason, I don't think it's Lucha Bros. I, I could really think it's could, FTR could, because could they be still have. Bros. 
best friends would be good because but I could see FTR because they have history with the guns and yes the acclaimed and plus Dax versus Jeff Jarrett would be awesome. FTR would be my favorite, and then I would want them to win. Oh, for sure. I would not. I don't want them in the match if they're losing. That's true. That's not appealing to me. I mean, but with Jarrett and Lethal being in there, they're the ones that could take the pin. So no one else has to actually take the pin. That's true. That is very true. And then, of course, there's always you. Um, Roosh's faction's been really hot. You could have them mm-hmm. in it or Top Flight. Sure. Those would be the three teams for me. If it wasn't FTR, would be uh, Ingrenable, Top Flight, or Best Friends. Yeah, those would be my choice too. And, of course, Butcher and Blade. But <laughs> uh, the other matches for the show are Samoa Joe versus Wardlow. Which is going to be good. But again, another match we've seen already. They have a few yes, rests, but which is my issue. Samoa Joe has been so hot on the mic and everything he's been doing, so I'm yep. excited for it. Oh, I'm... Matches... Oh, go ahead. I, I'll I'll watch Joe do anything. Oh, for sure. And now with Ring of Honor taping the shows, we're going to get to a lot more of them. If you, mm-hmm. but matches that aren't announced, which they've been setting up, is because Keith Lee came back last Friday on Rampage to attack Swerve. So I imagine that could be on the show. Could be a buy-in yeah, match. Keith too. versus Swerve would be really good. I wouldn't even want that on the buy-in. Put that on the no. Main. Yeah, put that on the main. But I'm just saying because yeah. you're going to have an hour-long match, so you can't overly stack this show like they normally that do. That is true. That is true. Then we have Christian versus Jungle, Jungle Boy, Boy, I would assume. I would mm-hmm. assume. And then Seems like they, setting they that up pretty quick. teased it. They teased it for... They, they teased it last Friday. I don't want to... And then, so it looks like it's going to be House of Black versus the Elite. And on yes. Dynamite this would... week, Buddy Murphy said that or Buddy Matthews said that they're going to come talk to the elite. So, which I don't even know if I want that one on the pay per view yet. I need more build for that match. Like, I need a lot more interaction. That's the thing for me. Match. I want, I want there to be more story with the with the triple with the uh, mm-hmm. trios title. I don't just want it to be the banger title. I want it to. Mm-hmm. I want them to actually have storylines. If yeah. they can, they can fit it on the show. Um, you don't even have to have the match at the pay per view. You could do another segment with them. Nah, oh, be for sure. Yeah, I, I don't need the match on the pay per view. Um, yeah, keep it going. We just started it. There's yeah, it's no been a need week. To, <laughs> there's no need to blow it off. We have so many uh, long. Yeah, long and you know, and you know, Alex. I actually, or, this is one Al- I actually want to be a little yeah. longer. And you know, Malachi Black wants to just to tell an epic story. So for sure, just let him do it. Let him do it. And if you did, you listen to this the Swerve City with uh, no. Kenny. What did he say? Uh, they, it was just really good. They just talked about him and Swerve. Just talked about how they they love telling stories, and they both they both want to tell a romance story <laughs> in wrestling. Like, like I think we could do an AEW. I don't know how yet and with who, but we they both said they want to write it. <laughs> it's great. I I want to listen to that because uh, mm-hmm. it's two hours, very... but it's very good. I can imagine they're they're two guys that haven't really crossed paths. Some interest. I'm always interested to hear from two guys yeah. like that. I would after that interview too. I was like, man, a match between these two would be incredible. It would be. Their their styles would be interesting, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we would see a little bit of like uh, Junior's Kenny coming mm-hmm. out in that one. He'd have to because of the because of the the weight difference. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So trying to think, is there any more? I feel like we got we they got to get another one or two women's matches on the card. So yeah, Jade doesn't what's, have what's a match. Jade doing? Yeah, she doesn't have a match. She's just been doing the same thing where she squashes people. There's a bug in my face. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think they. You don't want all the women in one story, but I think she'd be entertaining no. if you somehow roped her into the the out the outsider chicks versus the homegrown talents. It would be. I mean, we did see um, what's her name. Uh, Sheeta disappeared, so she could come back into it. Yeah, I think she's in Japan. She's been posting pictures of her in Japan. So I think a lot of the visa issues that wrestlers are oh, having right. are still with her. Right, right, right. I bet. I, yeah, I really think I feel like they have had to pump the brakes a bit on the storyline and mm-hmm. really pivot because it felt like it was really going. And then mm-hmm. it felt like it came to a screeching halt when we yeah. thought everyone thought it was going to be Monet. Yeah. And it wasn't because they had hinted that there was going to be a new person and then that didn't happen. And then the visa issues. So now, like, Sheeta was 100% part of the story. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden she was a hundred percent not part of the story. Yeah. It just didn't make any sense. Yeah. I feel like that's the visa issues they're having. I think they had to pivot twice. Probably. I think which they, sucks. I think they pivoted into Sheeta and then they pivoted into Soho. Mm-hmm. But uh I actually I honestly I do think that Tony's pretty good at that. But people like to be like, why? Why are these storylines strong? Because fucking shit happens. Goddamn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. These guys get hurt or they get stuck overseas. For sure. But fun, okay. fun dynamite. Looking forward to Revolution next weekend. Can't yes, believe it's yes. already next weekend. I will not be watching it. Oh, I mean, I'll be watching it, but like delayed. Not live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am going to be at a concert that night. So that'll be fun. But hell yeah. Hell yeah. I just. With the hour-long Ironman match, I hope this isn't, like... It doesn't seem too stacked of a pay-per-view right now, so I, I hope they maybe put some of the bigger matches they've been building. Maybe you could do, like, Rampage Revolution or something, you know? Mm-hmm. 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 Or just have it be shorter. Just... For sure. Yeah. But the, the then this becomes the problem. Like, when you only have these, what, three or four pay-per-views a year... Um, when do you pay off these other feuds? Yeah, special rampages and dynamites. Yeah, because you don't want to wait. You don't want to wait all the way to the next pay per view to pay some yeah. of these off. Um, so yeah, I would. I wouldn't mind. I don't need a pay per view every month, but one more in between, I think would be fine. I don't even know if you need another one, but they. I feel like they like we haven't done like. Beach break, not beach break. That's the name of Orange Cassidy's move. But the um, the one it was last year where Starks and Hobbs were in those sweet ass fur coats on that. Oh yeah, no, I know what you're saying. That that was a, uh, I think that was beach break. Maybe, but they in like fight for the fallen. I feel like they haven't yeah, done those in a while. Yeah, I just for me, I just feel like uh, with pay per views, they just have more freedom. To do these things without like the commercial stuff and their pay-per-views always do really really well no matter what they always have good buy rates mm-hmm. um no matter how the ratings are doing the the pay-per-views always sell so i just think like just one more in between each so instead of like four you do eight 
I don't yeah. need every month. Fuck that. Um, that that's too much. But uh, yeah, especially just, when they don't have a network. Speed it up. Speed it mm-hmm. up a little bit. I don't I need to. to watch Jericho in a feud for four or five months. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, because you, you know when Jericho gets in a feud, it's it's stopping at the pay per view at least. So he's got. <laughs> All right. Uh, toodles. See you.